I'm now no sausage throwing crazy barbecue man <laughs> out there. There's hope for us. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And this week we are going to be talking about emotional intelligence. Now, what is emotional intelligence, you might ask? Yes, I ask that sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, well, one of the definitions that we found, and of course, in this day and age, there are a lot of definitions you can find, Mm -hmm. but the one that we are basing our talk off of says that emotional intelligence is the ability to recognize our emotions as well as the emotions of our spouse, when we're talking about a marriage relationship Mm -hmm. here, to distinguish between and label different emotions correctly and to use emotional information in order to respond in the appropriate manner. And we are going to look into this a little bit more today. But before we do that, I wanted to ask you, what is God teaching you? these days sure yeah great correct we actually haven't asked that question to each other on the podcast in a little while so that's a great great question yeah, to throw it's out been a while to throw out here i would say lately it's been that that life is a story right and and that we're all on a journey but but really life is a story and can we live out that story can we teach through story like that's also been something that guys really been teaching me through is as we i mean you and i we do public speaking can we do our public speaking and teach our points that we're doing through us through story mm. and last night well we had youth we led youth at our at our church and we were able to get them to share some of them have been working at summer camp and different camps yeah, being wrote, summer missionaries being summer like missionaries and so they were sharing about some things either that god has been teaching them or why they decided to do those things and they were really just sharing their story yeah. and through their story there was so many little golden nuggets throughout each of them and there must have been 10 i would say 10 to 15 of the youth that were there shared something that was going on through camp ministry. And I really sat there and it really hit me then as well, uh, the reminder that life is a story and we can live out this story and then can we teach through story can we use our story to bring honor and glory to god and and then share our story with others to be able to impact their life and teach or explain what god's doing in our life through story not through lecture or not through you know these five points here but just through our story how we're living our life i don't know it's just something that has been resonating with me for a while and I think this came and I don't remember where it was but it was a podcast that you had listened to or it was a summit it was a youth summit an online one that I listened to right and on that you were sharing how they were really explaining how we learn through story and so that's really been resonating with me and kind of you know, knocking around in my brain as I've sat there and resonated about it and been talking to God and praying to God about it. And, and I really got to witness it last night with the youth and hear their story, which was so, it drew me in. Like I wanted to even know more and, and ask them some follow-up questions about these things that are happening. And I loved all of their story. I loved all of them sharing. Every one of them had 
yeah, like I said, had nuggets for me. So anyways, that's what God's been teaching me lately is that life is a story. And can we live this story really, really well and bring him honor and bring him glory? And can we testify to his glory through Mm -hmm. our story and share our story with others? Anyways, that's something that lately. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Well, for me, what I'm hearing is just the the power of a testimony, mm. right? And sometimes we hear the word testimony and we think, oh, well, that's my my story of how I came into relationship with Jesus. Right. But it's so much more than that. Like that's part of it. But the everyday testifying, the testimonies that happen throughout our journey with God, the things that he's doing and the way that he's moving, there is so much power in that because we're we're acknowledging and we're drawing attention to the fact that God did this. Right. It's not just by chance. It's not just, you know, coincidence or whatever. Yeah. God did this. Mm. And there's a lot of power in that in remembering what God is doing and honoring what mm-hmm. God is doing and giving thanks so good. for what he's done. Yeah. And part of that story, if I'm writing the next chapter in my life right now, this chapter is on tiredness. <laughs> uh, we stayed out a little too late last night. I'm realizing I'm not as young as I used to be and staying out late way past my bedtime. Yeah. It's hard to keep up with those teenagers. Oh man, they can just go. And, and it was like 11 o'clock. It was like a whole nother level hit. And we, we just kept having fun and out came some more toys. And anyways, we, we were waking up the neighborhood a little bit uh, for, out there, but I realized today the story is, is tiredness. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm feel, well. I'm feeling my age. <laughs> that's bound to happen, right? Yeah, anyways, anyways that's a added bonus uh, yeah. to, to the storytelling. Yes. All right, well, let's go back to emotional intelligence. And we'll just repeat that definition mm. once again. So emotional at- intelligence. It's the ability to recognize our emotions as well as the emotions of our spouse to distinguish between and label different emotions correctly and use emotional information in order to respond in the appropriate manner. That's right. That's right. And now to help us with this concept of emotional intelligence today, we are going to really be looking at it and talking about it, about three elements. We are going to talk about emotional awareness, then we're going to talk about emotional control, as well as emotional development. And we're not going to get through all three of them here yeah, today. So. <laughs> we're probably just going to get through the first two. And then what we'll do is we'll finish up and talk about emotional development next week uh, here on the podcast uh, with those things. And we also want to want to say this up front and we know that we've said this before on the podcast or at least something similar to to this and that's the fact that our emotions they shouldn't be the only factor in deciding how we live our lives you know like our emotions they shouldn't be our steering wheels to use a a a car visual or a vehicle visual they shouldn't be our steer steering wheel but rather you know we can think of them more as indicators kind of like those lights on the dashboard type of thing uh, as we're as we're talking about emotions yeah and understanding this it really helps us to control and navigate through our emotions and yeah. then respond correctly to respond wisely in the different situations that life presents to us, right? Mm-hmm. We should not ignore our feelings because God gave us feelings and he gave it to us to help us process life. But our feelings, they can steer us wrong mm-hmm. if they are our only steering wheel or the, or, or the steering wheel, right? right? They're not 
foolproof, right? They can be really fickle. They can be off sometimes and we need to kind of check them and, and get them in line with the truth because they can lie to us. But they are always an indicator that should be checked out. We should mm-hmm. look into it because just because they might lie to us doesn't mean they always <laughs> lie to us, right. right? We need to diagnose our emotions and the situation that they're a part of mm-hmm. because emotions, they can be really, really good and true. really helpful, yeah. right? right, right. I, I was reading one book, um, it's called She Deserves Better. It's really interesting. But anyways, it describes our emotions as kind of our spidey sense, mm-hmm. right? Well, they can bring us alive. They, they can, can wake us up. They can be full of really good things is what you're saying here yeah, as Or well. warn us right. of something that is dangerous. Right, like the double-sided coin here that we can look at. I mean, in Ecclesiastics, it talks about the gift it is to be able to enjoy our work enjoy our relationships, even to enjoy food, which can be, well, I love food. So it's celebrating with friends and family. Right, right. (laughs) And enjoyment comes from being able to experience this emotion of pleasure, of, of joy, of happiness, of those types of things. And we shouldn't turn ourselves off to emotion or control them to the point that we feel nothing. Like it's okay to have feelings. Yeah, we should not be robots. No. We're just solely basing everything off of facts or right. knowledge, right? We're more than that. And right. so it, it's not good to ignore right. our emotions. Yeah. And and again, as we keep saying, and the, the visual is the, they're indicators. Yeah. And, and we can use them uh, to help us navigate our story, to help us navigate this life. And that, enjoy our yeah. story and our life. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So... Emotional awareness. Are we aware of our Mm, own emotions, right? Are we able to identify our spouse's emotions? Do we know when what we're doing or saying is affecting our spouse in a certain way? Or are we we kind of missing or oblivious to those emotional cues Mm. that are happening in our interactions? Mm -hmm. Right? Do we take our spouse's emotions into account when we make a decision? Mm. Right? Do we acknowledge their emotions or do we just brush them off? Right? These are all things to help us like really stop and just process like where am I at with emotions? Are right. am I aware? Am I unaware? Mm-hmm. What what do I do yeah. with the the feels? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they're real, and so I have them. And what do I do with that? And I think you know some of the things that have helped us is here are is to be able to slow down. You know, for for me is to even be able to think before I speak. Yeah. Uh, you know, I am that external processor, and sometimes because I haven't thought through my words, what comes out. And then I'm like, well, no, 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 that's not what I meant. And then I have to apologize for those words because I didn't process it in a better way to say those things or in a healthier way or in a constructive way. Or you're really direct. I am really direct. But it comes off as rude. Which, which, you know... (laughs) On a day like today, when I am feeling a little tired, that directness seems to step itself. Like the indicator light of directness is like definitely it's flashing. flashing today. Like good be, to know. Be careful. I'm, be careful. I'm reading that cue from you. <laughs> yeah, right. But but learning to think before we speak yeah. is definitely helpful. Recognize if our spouse is sharing facts or feelings and then can we respond accordingly Mm -hmm. we know couples that stripped 
other couples up. That's tripped us up. Yeah. We've had the, you know, someone's sharing feelings and someone responds with facts or vice versa. Yeah. And anyways, that, those things have tripped us up in the past. For sure. I'm guilty of that, right? Like there's... There was a time when when you were, um, this was a long time ago, yeah. it was when you used to work at SAS Power actually, and you were sharing some feelings, yeah. right, about yeah. a situation and just the frustration and, and, and just sharing, yeah. right, just voicing your concerns, yeah. what was going on inside of you. And I decided I would be super helpful and respond <laughs> you responded <laughs> with, with the solution <laughs> yeah the, the facts <laughs> yeah. telling you what to do right but in that because i wasn't reading your cues properly in the sense that you 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 didn't need me to tell you what to do you yeah. were just voicing what was happening right. and so if i had c- correctly read that situation yeah. i could have just listened and been that sounding board and asked some helpful questions right. but instead I felt like you needed me to tell Mm. you what you had to do, which was not the case. But in doing that, it was really hurtful Mm. to you because you were, you were looking for a place, a safe place to share. And by me just telling you what to do, instead of it being safe, it was more of like, you know, just go fix it it here. I know what to do. I know what you need. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I even said to you, like, I know what I need to do. I was really just sharing and I needed that safe sounding board. And so we were in a healthy place where we were able to share that. In fact, I still remember we were in our bedroom when I shared this. You're on your side of the bed. I was on my side of the bed. We were, we were putting clothes away. And so maybe it was also <laughs> the situation. Like we were doing stuff. And so we're just having this conversation. And so maybe you're not seeing the social cues yeah, that true. I'm just sharing feeling. Like I'm, like I'm even processing this right now. Like how didn't you see the, but I'm like, Oh wait, we were, we were doing things. Yeah. And so then like why I'm sharing this is because there's a part of that story where like, thankfully we were in a good place. And I, and I graciously just said, Hey, like I actually do know what to do. I was just sharing, but for me to also understand like, Hey, we were doing things. And so I could see where you're just queuing off the language or queuing off the words that I'm sharing, those types of things. So yeah. I'm also having empathy. I'm trying to put myself of like, well, what was, I'll, what else was going on in that situation? Yeah. And my brain was distracted, right? It was doing two tasks at once, listening yeah, yeah. and processing and putting clothes away. That's right. That's right. Anyway, <laughs> it, that's, just, it just makes it a little bit harder. You miss something. That's right. That's right. Because and what we have learned, and even in that story, we had already learned how to be doing this and we still try to do it. Sometimes we get it wrong and, and we still respond with facts and someone wanted feelings or vice versa. But one of the things that's really helped us to be able to do this is to ask questions when we're unsure of what, what type of conversation that we're having. You know, questions like, is this a facts conversation or is this a feelings conversation or what are you looking for from me in this conversation do you want me to listen or do you want me to give suggestions or even before the conversation starts one of us can say hey i'm about to share some feelings or i'm sharing some facts or i just want to vent i want to vent or (laughs) i would like some advice i'm trying to solve this problem i have an idea but could you help run be proactive proactive as well yeah that's what i was getting at there right so those are some things that have helped us yeah and you know what (laughs) when i hear that my 
my very logical brain is like, well, we shouldn't have to do that in our relationships. <laughs> that That's the logic. How's that logical? I don't know. Like, to me, it's like... That sounds illogical. Well, it should be obvious, right? But it's not, right? No. And sometimes we just miss it. We miss the mark. Yeah, so true. But if we really want to be connecting on that emotional level, why not mm-hmm. ask? Right. Right. And, and just clarify it and be proactive, like like you were saying. Mm-hmm. But asking those questions, it can really help to make the conversation safe. Mm. It can make it easier to be open and to ensure that we are responding mm-hmm. wisely in yeah. a way that's helpful and appropriate. And we actually understand what the conversation is about rather than just making assumptions in our head and jumping to a conclusion and being way off base. Right. And something that really helps with what you've just shared is empathy. Yeah. Right. Like being able to have the ability to put ourselves into the other person's shoes, even in the conversation. And if we were them, what would we be looking for in this situation or whatever is happening? But empathy can really, really help us in this area, right? Like, are we empathetic or do we turn harsh or cold and only see things our way? But really, we need empathy in order to think win-win. And we've talked about that in previous podcasts about, you know, thinking win-win in the relationship. And I really believe empathy really helps us to think win-win as we're uh, going through these conversations yeah. with them. And and with empathy, I know there's been, well, at least I've I've heard and read some, some controversy over empathy. And I think that an important thing to keep in mind when we're talking about empathy is if you think about somebody is in the water and they're drowning and you're on a boat or on shore and you need to throw them a life raft using empathy wrongly would be that we instead of staying on shore or whatever we would just throw it to them and jump in the water with them or not even throw them the life Mm. um, preserver and just jump in the water with them and and feel what they're feeling (sighs) that's not what we're talking about we're not saying throw everything away Mm. and just sit in that puddle of emotion We're saying, can you try to understand their perspective, see where they're coming from? Yeah, Yeah, validate where appropriate, Mm. but not throw all everything else out and just get stuck there with them. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like sometimes that clarification is needed Mm. when it comes to empathy. Yeah, totally makes sense with what you're sharing there. And a great verse really that comes to mind as we're talking about this is found in James 119. And it reads how that everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, Mm -hmm. right? Like we should take the time to become aware of our emotions and then really not just be giving in to anger and really learning how to be slow to speak and quick to listen. To me, that's really been an impactful verse in my life. And it's really changed the way I respond to you, the way I respond to our kids, the way I respond to places that life things that are happening. Yeah, just life in general, the story that I'm living, like applying actually like practically applying this in my life it has made a huge difference in my conversations with people and even in my own emotional awareness which is what we're talking about here like i've become more aware as i've learned how to slow down uh through through life a little bit here 
So that's awesome. Anyways, that's a little bit. Uh, we're probably just scratching the surface again on oh, all yeah. these titles uh, <laughs> or else these podcasts would go on and on and on. But that's emotional awareness, at least some of the things we want to talk about with emotional awareness. Let's move on to emotional control. That's the next one. Yeah. And so with emotional control, do we have that that self-control, that self-mastery? Are, are we our own masters? And controlling what we do, even when a strong emotion comes, do we take the time to evaluate, to to check the dashboard, to do the diagnostic evaluation on it, or do our emotions just control us? Mm. Something comes along and it frustrates us, and so we lash out in anger. Something comes along and it scares us, and so we withdraw and get really quiet and afraid. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who who is the master, so yeah. to speak, when it comes to emotions? Yeah, and this is something I've had to work. Well, we've both had to work on. Yeah, I how think to, we're opposite ends of the spectrum. That's but what yes. I was going to say. Totally. <laughs> like when I say work on it, it was it looked differently uh, for us. You had to dial down. I had to dial up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because I I could show emotion and uh, but usually in the negative side of things. And but it was something that I had to become aware of and even being able to work through. Like why am I responding the way that I'm responding to certain things? So it is something that I've had to learn how to control my emotions again what we just said about being quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to become angry that has really helped even in the emotional control however you know i am a work in progress uh, throughout <laughs> we all? throughout this uh, here and i and i think i've shared this story in the podcast before but this really how do i how do i put it really solidifies what we're talking about in terms of emotional control or it's a very vivid example (laughs) and thankfully this was years ago (laughs) very long time and thankfully it is it is years ago but anyways i I shared that but let me share it again real briefly i call it the barbecue sausage throwing story (laughs) which uh i'm not proud of i will admit but it is funny i do laugh about it now i was not laughing in the moment However, I, I can really laugh you about it. You do need to be able to laugh at yourself. Oh, that helps with the you, emotional it, awareness, I it, think. <laughs> it totally helps, yeah. But I was making dinner, and I am one of those people that really likes to make sure all the food hits the table at the exact same time. And so I had lots of stuff on the go. I had stuff on the barbecue. We were barbecuing sausages. I was frying onions. I'm boiling pierogies. I'm baking broccoli. Basically, I got like everything, <laughs> every element's being used with something. And I, I'm trying to make sure... Every Everything, like I said, hits the table at once. And so I'm, I'm going through the kitchen and I'm going outside and I ask Kieran if he can come and watch the onions, make sure they don't burn. I go outside. I think he's upstairs helping me. I, I take some time out there on the barbecue. I come in. He's nowhere to be seen. He is <laughs> downstairs watching the hockey game. He had thought that there was more time for him to, uh, to before he had to come to the kitchen. And I had thought I had communicated clearly enough that I needed him now. Anyways, mm-hmm. mix up in communication. Onions now are burning. Now when that happens, it's like bulldozer Sheldon. No one needs to help me. I will take control of this. And now I am just flying around the kitchen trying to make sure everything's going. I go outside. I lift up the barbecue. I end up burning my forearm as I'm trying to turn the sausages. One of the sausages rolls off to the side or to the back of it. And that's where I burn my arm because I'm trying to grab it off the off there. It ends up 
falling off the barbecue. I end up like taking steps back from burning my arm, tripping over two propane tanks. Like I just visualize like what our yard looked like before we built everything. But I trip over the two barbecue. Now I am steaming mad. Like it's like cartoon. There is smoke coming out of my ears. And I grab this sausage and I just hock it as hard as I can against the fence. It shatters in a hundred pieces. And then I stop and I realize, like, at this moment, we have a raised deck. Our fence in the back is not very tall. And I'm like, huh, I wonder if our neighbors just watched this whole event unfold. (laughs) Yeah, Thankfully, they didn't, and nobody saw it. And so it is just the story that I (laughs) shared. But now you just shared it on a podcast to tell everyone about it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like I said, I am a work in progress through it and and learning how to control my emotion. Because I look back at that now, I'm like, why Why would I allow any of that to raise such anger or such angst in my life to where it led to throwing a barbecued sausage, <laughs> you know, 20 feet across the yard, smashing it against the fence? Like, it's just ridiculous yeah. when, I, when I hear myself speak it out, but talk about learning how to control our emotions. And in the book of Proverbs, it gives us some great advice on many topics. And one of those topics is the topic of anger, which I would have to say I had anger in that moment, right? And <laughs> yes. Proverbs twenty nine eleven says, fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. And that is a story where I was, I was one pretty big fool <laughs> looking that day, right? I, I just allowed rage. I allowed anger and, and it, and I vented it yeah. against the sausage, yeah. right? Uh, and I wasn't calm in there. Anyways, that, like I said before, I am a work in progress uh, through this. Like you said, it wasn't old like many years ago. <laughs> so thankfully, it is not who Sheldon is today. No, you have grown and matured a lot. <laughs> yeah, but, and that's the other thing in our story is that we can change and we can mature and we can overcome these things and we can learn to adapt better and not to respond the way that old Sheldon would have responded. Because there's been times where I've burnt food again or there's been times where I thought someone was helping me and they weren't and I didn't respond in the same manner that I used to respond. And so I I hope that gives hope to our listeners. Like we can change and we can be better. It's just, it may take a little bit. It may take those little increment steps, you know. Some intentionality. And some being an intentional, but we can change. And I hope people can hear that. And that's why I can laugh at this story now is because I have changed and I have been able to learn my emotions. And I'm not, I don't fear them anymore. And, and I've been able to use them to see the dashboard, to see the indicators and be able to then have control of whatever is happening in with my emotions, right? And how yeah. I respond. Anyways, I just there's hope for us all. Yes. As well, right? I'm now no sausage throwing crazy barbecue man <laughs> out there. There's hope for us. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Yeah, but it's true. We are all gonna fail. We're all gonna mess up. We we will never reach perfection. Right. Right? But when those things happen, do we humble ourselves do we make things right do we grow and learn or do we just kind of like sweep it under the rug or get angry or just pretend it didn't happen and move on with life and then Mm. the next time that happens again we do a repeat right yeah 
Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that that shows so much character development when we're able to learn and grow and change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, too, one of the things that's really helped us, and this is one of the sayings that you really like, right, is to treat as life is happening and, and as can, can we treat things or treat life like water running off a duck's back. Yeah. <laughs> And really, it's 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 really saying don't sweat the small stuff. Right. Right. Don't let those external things control us. Mm. Don't let other people or situations that we're facing have control or have the power over our emotions. Right. We need to to remain in control of that. Otherwise, again, like like Proverbs said, we become a fool. Right, just just reacting to whatever happens to be happening in that moment, instead of respo- um, wisely responding to mm-hmm. situations. And mm-hmm. another thing that I think really can help is when we can have a really great sense of humor. <laughs> right, yeah. like yeah. now you're able to laugh <laughs> about that story. Yeah, I am. Right, but but being able to laugh, you yeah. know, and obviously not every situation no. is a laughing moment right. but things like that when yeah. when it's you burn funny. the onions and then you trip over the barbecue hey, tanks and burning the onions <laughs> is not funny okay like that is not you gotta you gotta make sure that's serious serious <laughs> yeah. business tripping over the propane tanks now that's funny <laughs> yeah yeah but but are we able to laugh at those moments yes right like it just makes life so much more enjoyable. It takes our stress down. We don't have to take ourselves so seriously right. that if 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 we say something wrong and it's embarrassing, that it that it feels like a personal attack or like we're less than. Mm-hmm. But when we can have a sense of humor and be able to laugh at those things, it just I don't know, things become lighter and mm-hmm. easier to handle and it is easier to let those kinds of things just run off our back like mm-hmm. water off of a duck, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because if if external things are constantly spiraling us out of control uh, into these emotional I don't know what to call it, emotional fits, Mm. right? Whether it's anger or stress or sadness or whatever it is, whatever emotion, it's going to be so hard to get through life. Mm. But when we have that control, again, not ignoring, not sweeping, not pretending it doesn't exist. Seeing the lights. But having that indicator, having that control, and we can diagnose and figure it out, Mm -hmm. we're going to be so much healthier and happier and more content. Mm -hmm. And, And this really reminds me of the parenting course that we took and the parenting course was called Discipline That Connects With Your Child's Heart, which was an amazing course. Yeah. We highly recommend it. We really learned a lot. It changed our parenting. But one of the things that I learned from it was to not give our children the power and the control over my emotions. And one of the things that it was really leading us through and teaching myself was when I lose my cool with our kids, like I'm actually giving away the power over how I respond to the situations, which is something that I actually want to be in control in. Want and need. And need. Right. Right. We're we're called to be in control of that. Right. And we need to be able to identify our triggers, understand what is really going on. Pray. Pray in the moment. Pray before the day starts at the end. Like prayer can be... Pray in the moment. 
Bray can right. Maybe can, you said that already. <laughs> prayer can just be so well. It's important, so it was good to repeat. Yeah, but so but good. it is so important. And and then as we're saying, like, can we learn to be ducks? Can we just learn to let some water roll off our back? Can we learn not to really sweat the small stuff? Mm-hmm. I love that. Sometimes easier said than done, <laughs> but it is a really great concept. I think we covered a lot today, and so we did. Yeah, like we predicted at the beginning, we were not likely going to get to the third element, no. and so we will we'll cover that next week and yeah. uh, and talk about emotional development. Yeah, which I look forward to having that conversation t- together. But as always, we have some questions for us to process from our conversation here today. And here are the questions: How would you describe your relationship with emotions? What are things you do well as a couple in terms of emotional awareness? What are things you don't do so well? What does having emotional control look like to you? And how have you been able to show this in the past? Uh, We talked about the discipline that connects with your child's heart. We're going to include a link to that in our show notes. And as a gift to everyone who wants to take the course, uh, just type in FLC10. That's uh, the letters FLC and then the numbers 10. And you will receive 10% off the registration cost. And as we said, this course really helped us as parents. Mm -hmm. It's changed how we did parenting. It even changed just even seeing life in different ways. And and anyways, relationships in general. in general it really impacted us and so we highly recommend it hey thanks for listening and we will talk with you next week bye